The Reds have a very winnable two-game set with the Guardians starting today, which is actually opening day. Don't know if you know that or not. And Tyler Malley is ready to build his Cy Young portfolio. Also, why standing room only tickets are fun once and only once on opening day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds. Thanks for making Locked On Reds your first listen of the day. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and we are free and available on all platforms. I am your host, Stephen Offenbaker, alongside Jeff Carr, and we have a passion for baseball. We have a passion for the Cincinnati Reds, and we have taken that passion and turned it into information for you. On today's podcast, we are going to preview the home opener against the Cleveland Guardians. We're also going to talk about whether or not home Mally is going to be a thing of the past. Jeff and I will also discuss the tradition that is opening day in Cincinnati and share with you a few of our favorite favorite memories from opening days past. Uh, Jeff, big series coming up. The home opener is upon us. Uh, I like to call it the real opening day. The Cleveland Guardians <laughs> come to town for the very first time since their name change. And uh, there's going to be a couple good baseball games. There's a couple uh, great storylines centered around the pitching matchups in this game. And let's start right up top with game number one at Great American Ballpark for the 2022 baseball season. That is Tyler Malley taking on the Bieber himself. Yeah, I love the first start that we saw from Tyler Malley. Looked absolutely dominant down in Atlanta, expecting more of the same. I know last year he had some crazy home road splits, and we'll get into that in the next segment. But when we're talking about this matchup between Tyler Malley and, Ju- and sorry, Shane Bieber, the, <laughs> the most important thing is that Tyler Malley doesn't give up too much. I'm talking like one or two runs and you're fine. Because Shane Bieber is going to keep the Reds lineup at bay. He's a very, very good pitcher. Before he was hurt last season, he did have 16 starts. He had a 3.17 ERA and 96 and two-thirds innings pitched. And the big difference here is the strikeout-to-walk ratio. 134 strikeouts in 16 starts to only 33 walks. Dude is going to miss some bats in this one. So it's all about how can the Reds line up do enough to support Tyler Malley and get in to that Indians bullpen. And we're not talking about Emmanuel class. A. we're talking about the other guys there. I, I think that's going to be the key for opening day. Honestly, I expect this battle between Bieber and Malley to be a, a, a low scoring, low hit affair. I, I think that the real trick is going to be just to, for nobody to make a mistake. If as long as Mally doesn't make a mistake, uh, I think he keeps the reds in the game and you're, you're right on in your point that they've got to get to the bullpens. And I think once uh, both of these starters are chased and remember short spring training, they're not going to go deep in this game. So once both teams get into the bullpens, I think at that point it becomes advantage Cincinnati. And once we get to that point, I, I feel really good about the Reds ability to win this home opener. Uh, not so much in beating Bieber because I, I am with you. He's a great pitcher and I yes. think he, he's going to definitely miss some bats as you say. But once we get into the bullpen portion of this game, I think the Reds are going to be able to break it open. 
I agree. And, and this is something, too, if they can get up on Bieber like they got up on Max Freed, it's, number one, going to be really surprising. But number two, it's going to be a game that they can absolutely win. And, you know, if they get to six runs, maybe they should win. Although I guess my hot take <laughs> about them being undefeated really aged poorly when they score six runs. But anyway, yeah, um, that's that's what's on tap for game one. Game two that we will talk about Nick Lodolo a lot more on tomorrow's episode, but just briefly mentioning this pitching matchup of Nick Lodolo and Tristan McKenzie. Tristan McKenzie looked a lot better in his first start in 2022 than he looked in 2021. Had a lot of control issues, did a lot of walks. He was down in AAA for a bit working on his stuff. So to see what he can bring against the Reds in Great American Ballpark is going to be an interesting affair. But really, kind of what I want to talk about when it comes to Nick Lodolo is who is making room for him? Because they said it was going to be a bullpen pitcher. This is a difficult question to answer, and I think it really comes down to three names, none of which I want to see optioned to Louisville, but somebody's got to go. I think uh, realistically, when we're talking about somebody going down to make room for Lodolo, we're going to either be talking about Diaz, Duarte, or Moretta. And if it's got to be one of those three, uh, just based on early season performance, uh, Dowry Moretta might be the odd man out initially until... And listen, whoever it is that goes, we will have not seen the last of them. There is going to be a shuttle service running between Louisville and Cincinnati, especially early on. Now, uh, Jeff, I know that you've been trying to follow some of the rule changes in the unique roster, uh, roster rules that have been created heading into this 2022 season. So if maybe this now would be a good time for you to break that down just a little bit. Yeah, the rule is, and and it's not going to start till May, but a player can only be sent down five times in a year. But again, that doesn't start until May. So the Reds can take advantage of that right now, and whoever they send down that doesn't count against that total. And then you're talking about a situation where, like you said, with the six-man rotation idea, you can create a little bit of a shuttle service where a guy gets sent down once a month and then he gets brought back up. So I, I think that you're you're exactly right on the money. Whoever gets sent down of these three guys, we're going to see him back pretty soon. It's going to be a lot to do with how the roster moves whenever Mike Miner comes back and Luis Castillo comes back and Lucas Sims comes back. But I, I really would have rather seen, you know, Jeff Hoffman or uh, maybe Buck Farmer uh, be off and not necessarily because Buck Farmer is bad or anything like that. But I really liked what I saw from Daniel Duarte and Alexis Diaz in their first appearances. And I hate to see the fact that I think it's going to be one of those two just because I think Dowry Moretta has such strong upside. I know he gave up a home run in his first appearance, but his upside lends me to believe they're not going to send him down to triple A just yet. And it's going to be one of those other two dudes. You know, the thing with Moretta is, we talked about last year, you and I are both scratching our head, uh, the numbers that he put up in triple a, and yet the call up never came and it didn't come and it didn't come and it took forever for them to finally bring him up and let him pitch. And, you know, I wonder if some of the powers that be maybe don't value him as much as the rest of us do. Uh, and it just makes me concerned for him being the first man out because it just took them so long to get him here. And, and Diaz and Dorte both looked fantastic. I mean, both of their outings were fantastic. So when you take all of those things into account, I just, I, I really, wonder how they're going to handle this and uh surprisingly neither david bell or nick crawl has tipped their hands really as to what they intend to do here 
Yeah, the only thing that we know is that it is a bullpen arm. They're not sending down Rebar San Martin or, or Goody or anything like that, which makes sense because there's only four starters on the roster right now anyway. You've got 11 bullpen arms. That's just insane. And, and one other thing too, Steve, before we kind of move on here, I wanted to briefly mention this dude that just came up for the Guardians that is going to be interesting to watch in this series. Steve Kwan coming in batting 800. Well, and it depends on what he does on Monday's game against the Royals, but dude went five for five on Sunday. Like, absolutely phenomenal. Now, the weird thing about it is when he's batting 800, he doesn't have any home runs. They're all like singles, and he comes around to score and stuff like that, but he's been a bit of a revelation for Indians fans when you're talking about this lineup because as a whole, outside of Jose Ramirez, there's not a ton of guys that you're really that scared of. I just want to point out that I am not the first person that mistakenly said the Indians. Uh, that would be Jeff Carr. <laughs> it's the Cleveland Guardians, ladies and gentlemen. But look, here's the, thing, here's the thing with these early, these early season statistics. It gives everybody the ability to get carried away. You know, yep. is Steve Kwan going to be an all-star this year? Probably not. Yeah. But it's it's fun to talk about right now. It's a talking point. It's something to look at. And I, and and you know, for the Cleveland Guardians organization, uh, they need to to really go out and look for all of the fun and exciting talking points they can scratch up right now. And I think <laughs> yeah. that you know this is just one of those things. Uh, I am not looking for this Cleveland lineup uh, to really. To really get at our starting pitchers, I'm I'm kind of confident about this series, Jeff. I I I I don't know if I'm being a little overly optimistic or not, but I, I'm I'm excited uh, at what I think the outcome of this series is going to be. Um, as you know, I pointed out in the last episode, I am one and zero. I'm undefeated in predictions for uh, the 2022 baseball season. I'm going to throw one out here right now. The Cincinnati Reds are going to sweep the Cleveland Guardians, two games to none in this uh, this little homestand we've got going on. <sighs> well, for argument's sake, I'm going to say they go one and one. I don't want them to go one and one. I want them to go two and zero. Oh, but yeah, just for argument, we'll see. We'll see if I can hit one and one. And dear God, I don't. I hope they don't go zero oh and two. But yeah, two and zero. Oh, I, I like that. But I'll say one and one just for argument's sake. All right, Jeff. Well, you know, I think the Reds have a good shot to get the two wins here. I, I really do. I think I that uh, I, I, I like that you're tempering your optimism, but they're going to win both games. Tyler O'Malley had some dramatic home road splits last year, Jeff. I mean, they were very dramatic. There was a whole different person between road Malley and home Malley. Uh, coming up, we'll tell you why that is a good bet that those dramatic splits are going to go away. And if you want to find out about where you can place a good bet, head over to betonline.net right now. Uh, betonline.net is your number one source for all betting stats and sports information. Uh, if you want to bet on... Uh, uh, the over under and say the number of times Jeff Carr heads to Frybox on opening day. Uh, you can't do that at betonline.net, but I'm going to tell you always take the over on that one. Betonline.net is the place that you can find all of the latest information on the developments in sports as well as league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the 2022 Major League Baseball season. Betonline is your continuous.
continued source for all your sports wagering information and live betting needs. From the playoffs to the regular season to esports, they've got all of that and more. Uh, head to the website today and use your mobile device as well to learn uh, more about the trends and action across all of the major leagues. All of that can be found at betonline.net. BetOnline, it's where the game starts. Check out Locked On MLB Prospects after we're done talking Reds right here. Lindsey Crosby will keep you informed on the minor leagues and college baseball as well. Locked On MLB Prospects is free and available on all platforms. Thanks again for making Locked On Reds your first listen of the day. Make sure you're following us on all platforms, just like Locked On MLB Prospects, including YouTube. Thanks for watching us. And if you're not subscribed, make sure you do. We got a lot of extra stuff coming for you as the season rolls along. Tomorrow. Nicoladolo makes his major league debut, and he might provide just as much excitement as Hunter Green did in his first start. Looking forward to seeing what Nicoladolo has for us on Wednesday, but on Tuesday, on today's game opening day, Tyler Malley makes his home debut. And Steve, this is the beginning. This is the start of the evolution of Tyler Malley. I could not agree more, Jeff. Listen, uh, we've been waiting for a long, long time for Tyler Malley to take that next step, for him to make that one final move that moves him from a great ah, number three starter to being a legitimate number one, number two starter in a rotation that strikes fear in the opposing lineup. Today is that day. Today is the day that Tyler Malley goes out and we're not going to be talking about road Malley and home Malley anymore. We're going to be talking about dominant starting pitcher Tyler Malley moving forward after today's start. I agree. Today, road Malley comes home. And, and just for reference, in case you have forgotten, last year his home splits were... Ugh, not good. 15 starts. He has 78 and a third innings pitched in which he had an ERA of 5.63. He gave up 19 home runs at home last year. I mean, there was a lot that for some reason just went wrong with him at Great American. Now he did have a nice strikeout ratio at 98 strikeouts and 78 and a third innings. So that's pretty cool. But on the whole, he had as many walks as he had in like 30 more innings pitched on the road. And he had way more home runs allowed. I, I, I just remember so many of like a slider or maybe a hanging split finger pitch or something like that that just gets clobbered over the wall in Great American. So Listen. I'm interested to see if he can, he can pull that back. Now, listen, Jeff, I spent some time talking with John Sadak about this. Um, you can hear part of that in the interview that I did with him last week, if you want to dig into the archives. Uh, but I was talking to John and, and John and one of the points that John brought forward was that Tyler Malley has been very dismissive of this whole home Mali road Mali thing. Uh, he believes it was truly just an aberration in the stats. That it was just a, a blip that it's not a real thing. And I think that uh, a solid, strong home opener in front of a, what is probably going to end up being near capacity crowd uh, in Cincinnati will go a long way in in getting rid of what is, I guess, maybe the pitcher's version of the yips that he has <laughs> at, at Great American Ballpark. Uh, I, I truly believe that uh, 
if we've got to decide if this is really a thing or if Tyler is right and it's really not that big a deal, I'm leaning more towards it's not that big a deal. I think it was just a moment in time. It's just the way that it shook out last season. And we don't need to be overly concerned about what those splits look like heading into the 2022 season. I think so, too. And, and kind of indicative in his first start of what we can expect. He he did throw that cutter a little bit, but it was pretty much just enough to set up the slider. His slider had a nice little 37 percent whiff rate when you look at StatCast and what they had to say about that. And his fastball and his split finger were working as well. And he looks like he's in great shape. I know I've said this a lot about like Kyle Farmer, but Tyler Malley also looks like he's slimmed down a little bit. Looks like he's ready for the long haul. You can wonder if maybe there was a little bit more something there at home, but I, I tend to agree with Tyler Malley. He's a pretty even keel dude. Think that he's going to be just fine this year. And when you're talking about road Malley coming home, normalizing home Malley, not being a thing anymore, you're talking about a Cy Young contender. And that's why I said, you know, he's building a portfolio here for that Sion. I firmly believe we're talking about a dude that's going to be at least in the top 10, maybe in the top five of the conversation for the for the Cy Young Award this season. He's that good, dude. And I know you know this, but come on. Tyler Malley is fantastic. You know, it's possible the Reds have multiple pitchers in the Cy Young conversation this yeah. year. And it's, it's exciting rotation to watch. And uh, the one thing that I'm I'm really excited about what Tyler Malley has done is, you know, he added that fourth pitch. He mm-hmm. went out and, and has continued to evolve his game. And it, it's going to be it's going to be something to to see when he goes out in at, in front of a home crowd at Great American Ballpark and really uh, becomes that dominant pitcher that we've been waiting on. I, I'm just I'm so excited for it, Jeff. Uh, opening day. I try and keep it under control. I try to keep it reined in, but I am excited. <laughs> it is opening day, Steve. And honestly, from here on out, Tyler Malley is going to be in that Cy Young conversation all year long. Speaking of opening day, um, standing room only tickets on opening day are an experience that you only need once. I'll explain after I tell you about the place to get your next auto part. And that's Rock Auto. RockAuto.com has all of the auto parts that your car will ever need. And I'm talking about if you got a car from this year, if you got a car from 1980, if you got a car from 1960, they've got parts for your car, whether it's a brake light, brake pad, if you need a tail lamp, maybe a, uh, maybe you need some carpet or you want to reupholster your seats. That's all at rockauto.com. Plus, they've got reliably low prices when you're talking about whether going down to the store on the corner and trying to get some parts from there. They're going to upcharge you, maybe even up to 100%. rockauto.com has reliably low prices on all of their parts. You're not going to see a markup based on the brand name or anything like that. Plus, they've got your favorite brands, too, if you're one of those guys that knows exactly which brand you need. Go to rockauto.com today and in the checkout section. In the How'd You Hear About Us area, Type in Locked On to let them know that your pal Jeff and Steve sent you. That's Locked On in the area that says, uh, how'd you hear about us? In the checkout section of rockauto.com. Rockauto.com has all of the parts that your car will ever need. 
Make sure you are following us on Twitter. You can follow me at S. Offenbaker. You can also follow Jeff at Jeff Carr. That's Jeff with one, two, three Fs. And you can also follow the show at Locked on Reds. And don't forget to make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. If you already are, thank you so much. If you're not, get over there. Subscribe right now because I want to tell you, Jeff's got a lot of special things planned for uh, the video only feed of the show. I've got a lot of extra things planned for the video only feed of the show. You are not going to want to miss it. All right, Jeff, I alluded to it uh, at the end of the last segment, uh, the opening day, uh, the the opening day juice is getting to me. I'm getting a little amped up. I'm getting a little bit excited. Uh, I love opening day in Cincinnati. You've experienced it. I've experienced it. Uh, It's really one of the most special things in sports. It it really, really is. And uh, you have... You have my uh, interest peaked here with uh, the standing room only commentary. I need to know why I only need to experience standing room only one time. Well, you see, Steve, <clears throat> this was back in 2019. The Reds were just starting to do the whole competition thing. Nice and sold out. Thought I could get some last second tickets, but to be honest with you, I was encouraged. I was intrigued about the idea of just kind of walking around the ballpark all day and experiencing some different points of view throughout the game. It started by getting down there to the banks. And, you know, you get down there about 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Have a nice time. Get down there before all the big crowds and stuff. Walked across the bridge, went down to Smoke Justice, which, by the way, if you're listening before the game here on Tuesday, I'm going to be at Smoke Justice with Mo Egger and Tony Pike talking Reds baseball at 1 o'clock. Uh, but also come on down and see me at the ballpark as well. We'll be at the game. Sorry, Steve. I know. The lockout <laughs> kind of messed that up. But when you're talking about standing room only tickets, you're going to want some comfortable shoes because you're not going to find a place to sit because you've got a lot of folks who get the cheap seats who also walk around and, and do that thing because, you know, me and you have done that before on a regular game because they don't sell times. standing room. Yeah, they don't sell standing room only tickets for a regular game. But the best place, if you're going to get a standing room only ticket, the best place to be is there in that center field just below the power stacks because there's a lot of good leaning room, a lot of good bar space, a lot of good place to put your food, put your drinks, stuff like that. And you're going to want to lean because at some point you're going to get tired of standing on your feet all day. The seats are going to be taken, period, when you get standing room only tickets. Unless you get there, you find a seat and you never move. But then you won't see as much of the game as you really want to. The best view Center field's pretty decent view, but the best view, if you think about it, is right there over by the pre and post game area for Bally Sports. There in left field, there's a couple of bars there that you can get some stuff, and a couple of leaning areas that uh, ushers aren't going to be like, "Excuse me, back up. Mm, what are you doing?" But standing room as a as a whole, I haven't done it during the playoffs, but doing it on opening day, there's a feel to it that you just kind of get the energy from all sides of the ballpark. And it's something that if you can do it, I recommend doing it at least once. Well, I've never done standing room only tickets, but I do want to share my favorite uh, opening day that I've been to. And that was the very first opening day at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. Uh, you know, I it was the only this is this is a good story. Uh, it's the only baseball game that I have ever attended with all of my siblings at the same time. So it kind of made it kind of a a little special. It's the very first game at Great American Ballpark. We were all there to watch Ken Griffey Jr. get the first hit 
in the stadium. It snowed that day, Jeff. I don't know <laughs> if you recall that or not, um, yeah. but it was quite a day. Uh, the the Reds lose to the Pittsburgh Pirates, but it was so much fun. And I think the thing that I took away the most is just how much positive energy is in the city of Cincinnati on opening day. From the beginning of the Finley Market Parade till the final out of the game, there is just so much baseball love going on in the city. And I'm jealous that you get to attend. Uh, Bob Castellini and his lockout really messed me <laughs> up on that. Uh, I'm in Cincinnati on March 31st with no baseball. It was very sad for me. Uh, you and I found great ways to fill the time, but I would have much rather got to uh, experience the ballpark with you. Uh, and we'll do it next year. But opening day is a time for Reds fans to rally around the team. There's been a lot of negative energy around this team. There's been a lot of negative talk about the ownership group and all of the things that go along with that. But for one day only, let's put all that aside. Let's just bask in the optimism that is the Reds opening at home for the 2022 baseball season and watching Tyler Malley mow down the Cleveland Guardians. I'm looking forward to that as well, Steve. And you talk about cold. It's nice that for once, at least, you know, knock on wood, the weather forecast looks like it's not going to be freezing cold like last year. Even though there was limited capacity, got the chance to go, and it was like 30. I mean, I, I tried my s'mores fry box on opening day. Just like I said, that was the worst day to try s'mores fry box. Like, <laughs> it went from hot to cold in like 35 seconds. You had so a, I got, s'mores, a s'mores sickle? Is that what I'm hearing? It, it really turned into an ice cream thing, except it was with fries instead of actual ice cream. It was kind of strange. Um, but yeah, overall, I'm, I'm looking forward to this so much. Like, it is a day. And it's kind of funny that they're still going to have the same amount of wins as losses, like they typically do on opening day when they're zero and zero. But now they're two and two. So they're starting off like a little bit kind of ahead, maybe two, two and two. I don't know. Whatever. I'm looking forward to this opening day. And I'm glad that they got the parade back going because I know that that was a thing that had been gone for a few years. Kind of like Reds Fest. It's definitely a thing that needs to happen every single year. Hoping Reds Fest happens this year. Um, and it's going to I love that Barry Larkin's leading it and give me all the Bengals cross pro like getting to see Jonathan India get that rookie of the year trophy from Jamar Chase. That's going to be a lot of fun. And Joe Burrow throwing out the first pitch to Zach Taylor like I mean, come on. Could you have picked anyone better at this point? At least we're not going to try and ask the mayor to throw out a first pitch again. We know Ooh. how that goes. We know how that Ooh. goes. <laughs> oh, that was ugly. Yeah, I don't I don't want to see that happen again. And it's, it's going to be good. I, I'm looking forward to it. But that's going to do it for us here today. Happy Reds opening day. Happy actual opening day to everybody. As we here in Cincinnati know, that opening day doesn't happen. The season doesn't start until the Reds are playing in Cincinnati, and that happens today. Thanks again for making us your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen, Locked On MLB, as Paul Francis Sullivan, but call him Sully, covers the goings-on of the league every single day from his unique perspective. Whether past or present, he's got you covered. That's Locked On MLB, just like Locked On Reds, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about Nick Lodolo as he gets ready to make his major league debut. We are talking about the future because Hunter Green is the future and so is Nick Lodolo. Those two dudes are going to lead this rotation for years to come. We're going to talk a lot more about that on tomorrow's episode. Steve, it's opening day. I'm sorry that you can't make it. I'm going to have some fun. What can everybody expect from us, though? 
Everybody can expect Jeff to eat too much fry box. They can expect me to be in front of my TV screaming my head off. And they can expect us to be locked on Reds every single day. Talk to you tomorrow.